welcome once again to the How Long to Beat podcast. Uh, I am Rick, and joining me in your area is Alex. Hey. And Paola. Everyone. And by your area, I mean wherever you listen to this podcast. <laughs> we're on YouTube. We're on... I've gone way too far to make this, like, rubbish yeah. inside joke of five minutes ago work. Anyway, um, no retirements this week. So we're going to go from what we've beaten to what we're currently playing to this week's topic, which is gaming when busy which we all kind of are at the moment, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, relax, we're not going to be too busy to play some more of How, How Long, long to, to Be, be the, the, the game. game. There's a long road to build this back. It's just <laughs> not... Having having said that, the last one I edited, actually pretty on the money. See, on my end, nice. that's the one that the end that matters. <laughs> Touche. It's the long game. Like, make you wait and then it will just work. Um, speaking of waiting, Paolo, we've been waiting for months for you to play 12 minutes. What did you think? Uh, first of all, fuck you guys. <laughs> yes. <laughs> You're welcome. Let me start by telling you, I would play Pokemon Sword and Teal or Persona 5 while having my nails being pulled out rather than playing another minute of this shit. Mm. Sorry, but there's so much wrong with this game, starting with the voice acting, starting with the movement, which felt very, very wonky. Mm -hmm. Like, I just tried to click on a thing and suddenly, uh, like, it didn't register, like, properly, and it would take me out of the fridge, for example, and then I will have to click again on this fridge. And then very, very carefully click on the thing that I want to grab because... It is very, very finicky. Yeah. I kind of forgot so how time pressure doesn't, doesn't help too. either. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. It wasn't like really pleasant to play. And as you go through the story, there was there were like a couple of things that seemed interesting at, at the beginning, at the start of the of the game. <laughs> but the more you progress, you realize where the story is going. And it is like, uh-uh, not having that. No, uh-uh. Egg. Yeah, it was funny because we actually so like we Palace streamed her playing the first maybe like two hours or something like that. I, I can't remember something like that. Yeah, yeah. Both Rick and I were yeah. like you know doing some uh, errands and stuff. So like I was like cleaning up this old apartment that we were in for a bit, and I could just hear Paula going through going, "What the, f- the fucking what? How do I fuck?" <laughs> the whole time, it's just great. <laughs> just this quiet background of like, wait, how do I? What do I and again, I couldn't. I just. When you started playing it again, I just had that feeling of like, why the fuck did you hire James McAvoy and Daisy Ridley and get them to do those fucking accents? American accents, yeah. yeah. Just because like, you know, I know they're great actors and whatnot, and so they can just do a good job. Like, I'm not complaining. Like, their accents aren't bad. That's not the issue. It's just like, you're clearly hiring them for the star talent, you know what I'm saying? Like, Willem Dafoe, you can hear him and you know it's Willem Dafoe, and Willem Dafoe is... Frankly, he's amazing. Like, he sounds great in the game. Like, all the actors in the game sound great. It's just like, just let them sound like themselves. There's no reason they have to sound American. <laughs> it's like getting Gordon yeah. Ramsay to pour boiling water in your pot noodle. It's waste. <laughs> so true. In fact, it, it would have made even more sense if they had just used their own accents. Because I know, I know McAvoy's Scottish, right? Um, yes. Yeah. But, like, it, it's a pretty mild Scottish accent yes. that he has. And and so and Daisy really is British, obviously. So like their accents, like like it would make sense if they're in like the similar area or whatever. And like 
yeah, if Willem Dafoe, does, he, he can have an American accent and that's fine. You know, like the world is multicultural. You don't have to make them all sound American. I, I wonder if that was a request from the creator or if like James McAvoy days really wanted to like try an American accent. Cause I know sometimes actors are like, yeah, I want to do this, but I have a strong feeling it was like a creator decision and not an actor decision, but you know, they got paid yeah. nuts. And they were just like, we'll do whatever you want. Yeah, sure. Whatever, man. It's voice acting. Yeah. <laughs> To their credit, at least they're good voice actors. Because sometimes, you know, um, fucking big actors aren't going to actually do a good job at the voice acting. But anyway. I mean, they did a good job. It's just the horror material. <laughs> yeah. Oh. So what did you think of the ending, Paula? Did you like it? Did you Did you love it? Uh, can I unsee it? And No, it, it was horrible. And so I want to say like open-ended to an extent. And it was like the stupidest way to end a time loop that I've mm-hmm. ever seen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, and it was really it, stupid. <laughs> it didn't even have anything to do with the with the story itself. So like it didn't have to do, but it was like it doesn't make any sense. Like even like with trying like okay, it is a time loop, suspensions of of, the, of this belief happening here. But there's a limit to it. Like, yeah. I can I can state like how mad that game made me. <laughs> like, without bringing up like comparisons with uh, Pokemon Sword, like, <laughs> like Pokemon Sword still had a more anticlimactic ending. But at least it makes sense in the world. Here, it doesn't make sense in the world at all. Yeah, it really doesn't. Yeah, I mean, sorry, go. I was gonna say the worst part. It's like, I don't know. If you give a shit about spoilers, like, don't listen on. But like, it's a sent like very light ones. It's it's kind of pseudosciency. Actually, it's extremely pseudosciency in where it comes through, and it doesn't. I feel like commit enough, right? Like, if you're gonna do something kind of fantastic, commit. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you're going or you're going psychological thriller, I just feel like this one like dances around it too much. And ultimately, it kind of tries to explain it, but also be like, ah, don't worry about it. And you can't really do both. Yeah, especially not in a game where the whole point of the game is like, is so meticulously planning something out, right? Like, that's kind of the whole point of the game. It's a puzzle. You're unraveling a mystery and you have to do all these, like, and, and it's rewarding you for thinking very cleverly and figuring it out. And then when you find out that the game isn't as clever, as it's trying to portray itself, you feel kind of betrayed as a player in a lot of ways, you know? Like, I feel a bit like, well, you were asking me to be clever, so why aren't you, you know? Like, that's where I get that mm-hmm. feeling of, like, I feel like I put in more, I'm I'm being asked to put in more as a player than this game is actually crafting for me. And that, that just, ugh, I don't like that. Yeah. Feeling. The other things that there seem to be a certain disconnect between the different pieces of the game, like mm. there were like pretty clever moments of the puzzle solving, mm-hmm. like the the light switch, for example. And yeah. I'm gonna say the closet. Yeah, I loved watching you die so many times with the light switch. <laughs> that was great. Like, there's my quick reset. <laughs> yeah, it was like you know what? Fuck it. Uh, this time loop is not gonna work. Dead by light switch. <laughs> And 
I don't know, there is something about how the story like progresses through each time loop that it doesn't feel as meaningful when you do certain actions mm. in the sense of there's so little variation in the dialogue as you progress through the time loops that yeah. you might as well like just don't the exact same thing or put it like on autopilot. Also, why can't I skip or like I, I don't have a time forward button that could have made the some of the time loops a lot more um easy to digest in a way because there were like two particular time loops where I did the exact same thing twice and at the very end I did something different. And it was at the very, very end of the time loop. Yeah. The game's not long enough though. It's already quite short. They also they hard code in the time skips, which are which I actually kind of found a little bit annoying. Like I guess it's kind of nice that it says like, oh, this is so you've done something right. So you go through here. But you're right, like it would have been so much nicer if we could just skip forward a little bit. Um but no. No, couldn't let you do that. <laughs> it got like super repetitive in that sense. Like I'm gonna take another uh, example of a time loop, and that is Stainsgate. And it has like a mini time loop, I guess, in a section of the game. And every time you do something different or undo uh, one of the emails that you sent to the past, then uh, everything changes in a meaningful way. Well, here it feels like every single little detail doesn't really, um, like not all details matter in the grand scheme of things, which, okay, like it's fair because you can't program like uh, that many possibilities, maybe, but maybe. maybe, but at the same time, when you repeat right, the writing like so my times or don't make it like different enough to make each time loop feel meaningful. Um, <laughs> sorry, <laughs> that's our fault. We've thrown you off. I know. Like, sorry. It's just arrived. And I just gave him the middle finger because yeah. I know that he's going to experience it all first. I'm sure you all just heard a big knock on the door and it's because my play date just <laughs> arrived. I've waited a year. And sorry, and I was like right in the middle. I was like, oh, fuck. Like this loud knock at the door as we're going through. Yeah. I'm happy for you, but also if you spoil shit. <laughs> you are <careful>. dead. <laughs> uh, all right. Anyway, sorry, pal. I keep going. <laughs> um, yeah, there isn't like enough like new content in each time loop to feel each time to feel like each time loop is meaningful enough to the story. Mm. So that's like the big thing that I I didn't like about the game. So in the end, I did have to repeat the, the, the same, was it 10 minutes? 10 minutes. About, well, 12 at minutes, the very least, right? it was 11 times or like 12 <laughs> times. But I had to do it like extra times because I fucked up like right at the end of the time loop or like I didn't really get what the game was trying me to, what, you being prompted uh, what to the do. game wanted me to do at mm. the moment or like i fucked up the steps or something like that which happens yeah. uh, so it is kind of annoying when you have to repeat the same 10 minutes like i'm gonna say 
20 to 30 times. It gets old hearing the same thing over and over again, like, uh, like especially like a start, the, at the start of the thing, like, hey, honey, I got this out of blah, 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 blah. And then you have to wait until they, uh, they kiss each other. And then you have to wait and, oh, you don't have to wait then. But if you want to talk to her, then you have to manually skip each piece of dialogue instead of having to just press a button and then let it play out until you see they're not talking anymore. And I think that's probably the frustrating thing. It's such a a ripe concept, the idea of this tight, condensed time loop. And the sheer horror of it, it's crazy how monotonous they managed to make it. Um, yeah, like... The, the story was like very engaging. Like the first time of it was like, okay, what do I have to do? What, what is the situation right now? And then you get to time and it's like, oh shit. But then the more you go on, the more frustrating it becomes to go on. And like mm. to try to, to solve the case or like to, to see what's at the end of this mystery. Um. Which by the way, the mystery was like so badly executed mm -hmm. well here's also the issue like this to me is one of the greatest examples of why single developer games is not something i think you should aspire towards honestly because a lot of what i felt in this game was stuff that had you had a team or you had individuals to bounce things off of and stuff, I don't think would have made it as far as they did. It's like, it's great that someone can do it on their own. That's really cool. And that's awesome. and Neat. But at the end of the day, when you experience the game as a player, you don't give a flying fuck if one person made it. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like, mm. I don't give a shit. I'm like, I don't care. I, I just want to have an experience um, that is considered and, and enjoyable. And like, ultimately, that's not what I got, you know? I, th I think yeah. the perfect capstone is Paola's initial reaction on beating the game. Uh, quote, finished 12 minutes. What a load of bullshit. Paola <laughs> <laughs> 2022. Yep. What about the other game you beat, Paola? I feel like we've, we've flogged the dead horse that is 12 minutes just about enough. Yeah, I'm just going to do, like, I'm just going to say what's a missed opportunity. It was a missed yeah. opportunity because the concept itself of having this tight time loop and like doing like the little things was great, but the execution went poorly. Like in paper was a magnificent art idea and actually was super hype about the game until I read the reviews. Yeah. Anyway, in a, in a happier tone, I finished Handshakes, and I think it was a demo. I'm not really sure about that. It is a browser game on itch.io where you have this kind of like this maze and you have two individuals, two people on it, and they have to extend their hands and give a handshake to each other uh, and shake hands. Sorry, I'm an idiot. English, not my first language. I'm oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> That's and, right. and the thing is, is that this puzzle game has a total of 29 uh, stages and there are like 
very, very entertaining. Like, the game itself is addicting. It does I look kind of cute, actually. Sorry, go on. Yeah. I couldn't put it down. Like, I had to finish it in one sitting. It took me, like, 45 minutes or so. So I totally recommend this one. It seems it is a demo. If, please go try it out. If the developer wants to do more levels, I'll be very happy to play that. And yeah, like it, it, it is just a very, very smart uh, little puzzle game. And it was surprising because we were just talking with some friends and I was like, oh, look at this. I, he sent me a video of, it was Aaron who sent me an, a video of the, of someone playing it. And it was like, hell no, I'm not going to watch a video of someone beating a puzzle game. I want to play the puzzle game. Yeah. And the rest is history. So uh, very recommend, I highly recommend this one. You'll be pleased to hear, Paola, they are um, making an enhanced version aiming for a Q4 2022 release. So that's before March next year. Nice. Very, very nice. So, happy times for Paula. Paula will have more puzzle games to play. <laughs> so, why don't... Oh, there's no retirement. So, why don't any of you take the spotlight now? I don't know which one. Go on, I'll, I'll let you jump in, Alex. We'll, uh, we'll save the best till last. Oh, okay, sure. Uh. Also, I just... <laughs> I, I can't... I can't believe how fitting it is that this play date arrived. It's so tiny. It's so tiny. Oh, you got it with a little folio case as well. I Damn ordered right, that too. I did. Yeah, it's so oh wide. That looks amazing. I'll put pictures oh, on the I hate how amazing that looks. Everyone will is have it seen it. It's super tiny. Like this is my hand as comparison. Like it's really small. Um, I'll, I'll put photos on the, uh, like uh, on the, uh, you know, people will have seen it, but here's my new Galaxy phone. And it's like that. Tidy. it's like half an s22 plus yeah. yeah half of one which is wild i love it oh my god it's so weighty all right anyway <laughs> enough on the play anyway. we'll talk about that very, next very week <laughs> is it smaller than a gba uh sp closed or is it about the same size it looks thinner size. for sure it's much thinner yes much thinner it's actually yeah. kind of like the size of the bottom part of a gba sp so not the screen part but the bottom part it's Ooh. like that size but it feels similar weight to the sp it's very tiny and very cute. And It'll it, be a good, bigger battery, I'd imagine, yes. than the SP has. Matt, oh, way bigger. The SP's battery is like an hour. <laughs> with, a, with a modded uh, screen, it's an hour. But um, with, uh, yeah, this this bad boy is looking, looking sexy as fuck. All right. I remember this is such a fucking tangent. My brother got a little accessory thing that essentially plugged into the battery slot of the SP, and it gave it this little bump. And your regular battery sat in the bump, but the bump was also a battery, and it just gave it an enormous battery life. Oh, wow. That's sick. Nice. I don't really know where I was going with that, but that's a thing. I love that. Um, anyway, sorry. So anyway. That, enough <laughs> on that. I'm just very excited. I just thought it was so fitting that it arrives as I'm recording the podcast. I'm like, that's awesome. <laughs> um, that is beautiful. Right? All those months. So, and anyway, um, I beat a lot of games this week. Um, a lot of PC stuff. I've just been playing a lot of PC. It's, it's it's great. So many good games that I missed out on from all the years of not having one. Even though I'm playing a lot of games that require absolutely no intensity for my PC. <laughs> but I'm like, I still love them. Uh, one of them that I played was Sorcery, part one and two. So Steve Jackson's Sorcery. Um, this is an Inkle game. And I think it was one of Inkle's first games. And I, so I admittedly don't know a lot about Steve Jackson. From what I understand, Steve Jackson's Sorcery 
is essentially this uh, a book series. It was like a single player. Um, uh, Choose your own adventures, like fighting fantasy. It's within that thing, but it was a four parter originally. Yeah, and it's it's kind of like at home. it's kind of like a single player D anD D adventure. You yes. Know? Yeah. Yeah. You have a character sheet. You roll dice. Yeah. Um, you turn to different pages depending on the outcome. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. But in, what they've done with this is they've taken it and they've digitized it, and it is fucking incredible the way they've done it. Like it is really amazing. It's because you essentially have like. And they've done all four parts. I have all four parts, but part one and two are kind of bundled together because the first part is is quite short and it's more of like a here, just kind of understand the game, like learn a little bit about how this works. But you can choose between, you know, a uh, male or female character um, and you've got a spell book and there are these spells that you can cast, but some of them have requirements, but you can see your spell book and so you can see all the spells that you can cast. There's items that you collect on the way. You have this map and you're like a little character on it and so you'll drag yourself i think it's also on mobile and apparently it's very good on mobile as well but it's awesome on pc like so um and i kind of prefer pc because there's a lot of reading so it's nice to have it all kind of on a big screen um and what you'll do is as you drag your character to an event a little you know piece of paper will pop up and then as you click options it'll like stitch that paper onto the next one and so it continues your story along and it is really responsive really awesome there's so many different like choices that you can make as you're going along um you could conceivably have a different experience every time because you can go through all these different uh, routes and different choices and something that i really love that saves from the choose your own adventure narrative kind of thing is they have a built-in rewind system where at the bottom of the screen you just press and you can go back as far as you want and redo any segment which is really awesome because again like choose your own adventure you often go and you're like ah, i found death and so you back up and you keep going right and that's part of the enjoyment of it is the like finding the kind of what's a more optimal way of doing it. Oh, maybe I should try it this way. Right, here we go. And it's not always obvious. You know, to reroll immediately. Yeah, exactly. Right. And so that is actually really fun. And I really love that. Um, and so the first one has you going across these wastelands to get to the city of Kare. Um, and you're, you're on this mission to get the crown. That's the, that's the idea. You're an Analander. You're to get to this place and you have to go get this crown. Um, and the combat's actually pretty fun too, because the way the combat works, it's this kind of system where you can basically, it's fairly simplistic, but the AI do have different kind of patterns that are actually semi-readable um, because like, you know, monsters are more likely to just outright try and attack you, right? Like they're just gonna go, go, go. Whereas humans might defend a bit and like they're a little smarter, right? So they're gonna actually play more strategically. And the way it works is you have this kind of meter on the left-hand side and you can uh, move your character to the right which will increase how powerful your attack is. But you're not actually trying to massively overpower enemies. If you get just a little bit over the enemy's like number power, you'll do a lot more damage to them. Um, and then if you defend, all damage you get will just be one, right? Because it'll be a zero. But if they defend, similarly, all your damage will just go down to one. And the more attacks you do, the weaker you're getting. So you have to defend, etc. So it's it's really like, it's fairly simple, but actually quite fun. Um, and it's got beautiful art. Um, the whole thing is just, just looks gorgeous. Um, music is really nice. Um, and it's just a really clever story and like characters will continue on from other, like, you know, characters you meet will keep going onward. And it's kind of nice because I would imagine doing the single player thing on your own, you probably have a fair bit you have to kind of keep track of. And this is nice because it just kind of does it for you, right? Like, it's like, I know all the choices you made. Here you go. I carry over all your progress as well. So like 
you don't have to keep track of the items that you have and stuff like that. It's like the game knows what items you have and applies those automatically for you. Um, so it's just like, yeah, personally, it seems like this is the definitive way to play these or do these stories because it is just very well done. And I think it's on like everything now because they put the collection out on Switch, uh, PlayStation and Xbox recently, I think. Um, cause I know it was on mobile and it was on, um, PC, but they've had the, they, they just put it out on switch and, uh, like consoles essentially. And I think this would actually play very, very well on console. Like the, the, um, the system, it, it doesn't require you to do a whole bunch of, you know, um, clicking and stuff. Like it's, it, it would be fairly easy to play this on console. I think switch, especially cause switch I'm sure has touch controls and it was mobile anyway. So I bet you it would work really well there. Um, mm. yeah. Anyway, sorry. Yeah. It's worth saying as well, if you've liked that, there is a, a Firetop Mountain game on mm. DS that didn't review amazingly, but it's a similar kind of deal. Um, it also technically exists on Spectrum, if you want to do that to yourself. Is that, wait, is that Warlock of Firetop Mountain? Is it? So the, the, yeah, so that's the first fighting fantasy before Sorcery. Sorcery is like books 9, 11, 13, and 15, so it's uh-huh. a ways down the road. But same concept, obviously. So if you liked that, so I think I own Warlock of Firetop Mountain, actually. <laughs> I think I have that. <laughs> I, I definitely have like quite a few of the fighting fantasy books bouncing around at home. Nice. Yeah, I don't like have any of them, so it was uh, kind of new for me, and uh, I really enjoyed it. It feels like I'm getting a glimpse mm. at something from another decade that like, oh, look, they've updated this, and it clearly was a very enjoyable thing and didn't need a lot of updating to be fun. Now it's just in a easier yeah. access format, you know? Um. Anyway, yeah, so the first one, it, it adapts the Shah Mutanti Hills, which is from 1983, I guess. And then it's Kare, City Port of Traps in 1984 is, the, is part two, which is also in that game. And that's the one where you're in a city and you actually have to find clues. So this one is a lot more involved. Um, and uh, there's even like this kind of rewind mechanic and stuff that comes into it that's like officially within it instead of just the normal little rewind that you do. Uh, and I really like that one as well. All told, I've seen people, it really depends on your reading speed. With my reading speed, I think I got through this game in like five or five or six hours, I think. Um, mm-hmm. Could take you up to nine, depending on how optimally you get through it. You know what I mean? It, it sort of depends. I got kind of lucky with some areas. Um, uh, so I kind of went a little faster. Uh, I'm very excited to play the third and the fourth one. I've got them installed and ready to go. Um, and I recommend it to anyone who is interested. Oh, man. Hmm. <laughs> uh, what else did i play oh also i beat pixel lines dx i don't know what to say it's excellent the pixel games are great the last chapter there were some really difficult ones in there because they're huge like uh grids like 64 by 64 i think or something like that and you know you you have to draw the lines and time them up and it took a while i when i beat that final i was like yes <laughs> i am the puzzle king <laughs> even though i'm sure it's like real easy for a bunch of people but whatever <laughs> um and then i beat resident evil 4 vr oh nice it's so good i will say and i've always felt this the latter half of resident evil 4 like when you get on to the island essentially there's this island section it, it drags a tiny bit and, and only because you're quite powerful at that point. And I, I should also say, this is probably because I've played this game again. I think this is my fifth playthrough. So like, I'm not really afraid in that I, I know what's coming. You know what I mean? I'm sure if it's your first time playing, you're like, oh God, what's next? Um, 
So I bet you it's not quite as much, but I do think that the pacing in the last little part of it uh, leaves a little bit to be desired. I should also say it's the longest of the Resident Evil games. Um, I think in total, actually, it might be. I know it was the longest when it was released um, because the other Resident Evil games were, you know, like six hours or so, maybe at their like max, you know, like they were like, um, like the first Resident Evil was like about 11 hours uh well actually no more like six and a half right, whatever um basically it's like they're like eight nine hour games right um mm-hmm. even resident evil village is like nine and a half hours but resident evil 4 is a 15 and a half hour game um it's Yikes. a long game yeah um now i think for the most part i think the only ones that are longer is like resident evil 6 but we don't talk about that um <laughs> we don't talk about six uh but Four <laughs> mostly earns all of that runtime. What the cool thing is, though, is that on Oculus, that actually bumps it down to more like the other Resident Evil times. Because I think I'd be in about 11 and a half hours, maybe. And I did the extra... Because mm-hmm. the shooting range, there's a shooting range of this where you can get like little trophies. And it's actually way cooler in VR because the shooting range feels really fun. Because, I don't look, shooting a gun in VR, it's fucking dope. It is just... Yeah. It is what that shit is made for. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know how PC... It's a proper power fantasy, yeah. It so truly is. And there is nothing better than a zombie coming at you and you've got your pistol and you're just like holding it sideways and going pop, 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 <laughs> blowing all these zombies' heads off and you're just like, I am the king! <laughs> and then they start swarming you and you're like, no, I'm not, no, I'm not. <laughs> but it's, it's just <laughs> I take it back. Fun. I take it back. Yeah, but the the... I have to say, the rifle is also really fun in this because what they've done, they did something I think quite clever where... You can hold it with one hand and you can pull it up to your eye and, and the scope will come up if you hold it up to your eye. So that feels really intuitive. Now, if you shoot it holding with one hand, that fucking gun goes bam up like this. And it and so it'll come off your eye and you'll see normal and you have to hold it back up. But if you hold it with your second hand and you just like grab on with that, it's going to keep it steady. But then you also have the difficulty of realizing that, oh yeah, aiming a weapon when you're holding with two hands is actually much different than with one hand because now you got to think about, whoa, whoa. And so by the end of it, I actually found myself getting quite good at like aiming with both hands. Um, and so it was really, yeah, it was, it's a very clever um, system that they have going there where um, the actual like two-handed weapons actually felt like there was a major difference when you did use both your hands to use those weapons. Um, and then I also realized like upgrading to like the... Uh, the shotgun that um, doesn't require reloading. That was important because my God, nothing is more terrifying than when you've got your shotgun, you shoot and you're like, did I reload? I fucking didn't reload. Ah, you're just like trying to make the damn thing reload. And you're like freaking out. It's a, uh, God damn it. It's good. It's just really good. Um, throwing grenades feels excellent. The boss battles are super fun. Shooting a rocket launcher in VR is dope. Um, it's just, it's just excellent. And now it's pretty much the full game. It doesn't have, I think there was like a DLC that released a long time ago, which is odd that there was even a DLC at some point, but there was like this extra mm. thing like Ada, Ada's, Ada, is it Ada Wong or Ada Wong? I think Leon says Ada, but Leon in the game says everyone's names differently than everyone else does. <laughs> I don't think the actor was told how to say any of the names. <laughs> he just had to say, like there's a character, Luis, right? He's fucking Spanish. And he's like, Luis! <laughs> I'm just like... <laughs> Leon, bro. <laughs> but maybe that's what Leon would do, right? It's like us calling Paolo Paula all the time <laughs> when mm-hmm. we first started, but we didn't anymore. <laughs> um, anyway, it's a great game. I, I, if you have an Oculus Quest 2, 
fucking buy this game right away. It has the mercenaries uh, missions in it now too. So you can do like arcade VR action as well in it. And the story is just so much fun and so silly. And it is fan fucking tastic. I had a blast with it. And if I ever replay Resident Evil, I'm actually sort of a little sad because I know they're making the Resident Evil 4 remake and I'm excited to go play it next year. But it ain't gonna be better than this. Like I just, I I hope someone just does like a fucking, you know, VR... (laughs) mod or some shit because i know they've done that for the other resident evils uh, but i think it's more like third person vr but anyway um it does also sorry now i'm just going on a tangent but i do kind of wish that i don't know why capcom like there must be some kind of you know deal with sony because i know like i played resident evil 7 on the psvr and it's beyond me why they haven't brought that to pc at this point um people would buy the shit out of that. And I know Resident Evil Village is going to get a PSVR exclusive mode. And I understand that that's because, you know, PSVR wants to draw people to it, but... And they've got the new one coming out, yeah. Yeah, it should be on PC too, though, man. Capcom, do it! Maybe there's some issue with how they built it for PSVR that doesn't easily transfer to PCVR. I'm sure there is. Because I think, I think from what I remember, PSVR is kind of a, was a bit of a bitch to try and port things to. I think the new oh, one, okay. yeah, I think the new one is actually, well, because when you think about it, they didn't have uh, touch controllers, right? They had the move controllers. Um, and so when you don't have the, because now most VR headsets all have the same type of controllers for the most part, just like with little differences. Um, and so now that PSVR 2 is going to have that, port jobs are going to be a little bit easier. And so I, I'm hoping that eventually they'll be allowed to kind of port these other things. Because if I could play Village in VR, I would lose my mind. That'd be so good. <laughs> like mm. the game's dope. It needs VR. It's already in first person. God damn it! Just let me play it in VR. <laughs> uh, anyway, all right. That's that's uh, that's it on those two. I got one other one here. I don't know, so many games. Uh, Immortality, Sam Barlow's new game. Um, mm-hmm. From her story and Telling Lies. I played her story. I never played Telling Lies. I think i'm gonna play telling lies because i've mostly heard mixed things about it and i think i'm good <laughs> um it, it's weaker for sure how long did this one take you first of all as a okay of so the thing is i rolled credits at like two hours um okay and i think i did it by accident because <laughs> i just kind of clicked oh. shit and then at one point i was like oh hey what's going on in my screen oh achievement roll credits and i went oh okay i think i know the story but I feel like that's not everything. <laughs> so I kept playing and now I'm like four or so hours in. Um, but the thing, like I, I've technically, I've, I guess I've beaten it. Like it's, this is a really, really, really cool game and it's really good. And the, the, the I'm not, no spoilers at all, but the, the concept good. is that there's Marissa Marcel, who is this actress who disappeared. She was in three movies that were never released. And you've now been given that footage. But you have to go through and scrub through the footage like you're on one of those old um shit i can't remember the names of it starts with an m but it's essentially like like where you'd have old film reels and you could microfiche it's not microfiche because i know i know microfiche is similar but there's a there's another one version when it comes to uh when it comes to film um yeah microfiche is more like for newspapers and stuff um maybe um Anyway, you got negatives anyway, or not the negatives, but like the actual original film reel. Yeah, exactly. It's like you have the film reels and there's like this system that you have where you get to watch them and you can kind of fast forward or or kind of rewind through them. You kind of like 
scrolling through them. And then you can click on people and objects. And the idea is that it's going to match it to another frame of a piece of a clip. And so you're gathering all these clips together um, to try and figure out what happened to, um, to Marissa. The acting in this is bar none, the greatest FMV acting ever. Like it is completely believable. In fact, because there's three films that span like um, time periods. So there's like one in the 60s, 70s, and then the 90s. Um, and the aesthetics in each of those films, like honest to God, man, some of those films, like you're straight up just like, okay, no, they went and they they made three fucking movies for this. More than that, really. Yeah. Like, And they actually did. Like they full on made these well, there's films. There's behind the scenes stuff as well, isn't there? So it's like three movies and change. Oh, there's tons of behind the scenes. There's interviews, there's, there's rehearsals, there's um, table reads. There actually, as someone who's... <laughs> done film i got like a little bit of like ptsd from a couple of these scenes because i was like oh god yeah i've been there i know this shit like it's <laughs> if you don't know what it's like to make a film this is actually a really amazing look at what filming is like because it's quite accurate um for the most part and including the shitty seedy parts of it you know um because again this is in the 60s right so there's some stuff in there that you're like Ooh. uh it definitely doesn't pull its punches and there's some really cool story shit going on and I, so I believe I have, and okay, this is kind of the weakness a little bit of a game like this is that there are credits and I feel like I do understand what the story is and the larger story as well. I feel like I do. But the thing is, you can never really feel sure that you do actually know because there's not really an end, Right. And I've even seen people talking about how they've gotten like all the achievements and they're like, but did I get everything? There's one that says I still don't have this. And I'm like, but I thought I, I thought I went through everything. And it's like, yeah. This is the way that some Barlow's games cut though. Like they leave it all up to the player, mm-hmm. but also they leave it all up to the player. Yeah. It's a kind of a, like it's, because on one hand, I think it's masterful, and I think it's going to be hard to up this this one. Like, if her story was a was an interesting like entrance into this, this is like, okay, I heard you didn't quite like telling lies. Well, fuck all you. <laughs> Here you go. You know, like that's kind of what it feels like in a good way, um, where it's mm. like, I'll show you what I can do. Um, and yeah, he did because, like I said, like honestly, the main actress in this, I was like, girl, I hope you get a lot of roles after this because you're fucking wildly good. And that's as someone who had to, you know, stare at her for fucking hours and hours watching all her stuff. She's great. Even when she's acting in the films, it's like, it's just, it's hard to kind of explain how good it is because you, you realize as you're playing it, you're like, right. All of this is acted, right? All of this is scripted. It's people playing people, playing people. And it feels so real. Like it feels so, so wonderfully real because you get lots of stuff before the cut and after they call yell cut and everything. And even as you're going through it, there's little things that you can look at. Um, And yeah, there's interviews. There's like, um, there's like, you know, nighttime, uh, late night TV interview guest spots and stuff too. Like there's all sorts of shit in there that you can look through and find. Um, now, there's no keyword searching, so that's the difference, is that you're just clicking on images and, and pictures within, within what, you're, um, what you're looking at. And uh, that's for good and bad, because the reason I say that I feel like I just stumbled onto it by accident is because when I started, I didn't really know what I was doing, and I was just like clicking a bunch of shit, and then all of a sudden I found a secret that I think I found way too early, where I was like, mm. oh, and I feel like within the first like 
20 minutes, I had actually figured out a huge part of the game. And I was like, oh, oh, okay. And then I was like, here we go. I figured it out. <laughs> and then at first I was like, maybe I didn't figure it out. But as I played through more, I was like, no, no, I did. I did figure it out. <laughs> I was like, okay. Yeah, I got it. Yeah, I was like, okay, cool. And it's cool. It's really neat. And the more I learned was just kind of interesting and like added like, you know, added context and kind of interesting. But I was like, no, my initial assumption was correct. Okay. <laughs> so that's like, I don't know. I don't know how to, like, you know what I mean? Like that's good and bad, I guess. Um, but anyway, I supremely recommend playing this it's on game pass apparently it's coming to netflix subscribers as well so if you don't have fucking game netflix pass. have bought his studio so yes oh, there you it, go. It probably in line with like a phone port which i feel like this game is pretty well suited to if I don't the ui know. is the way you describe it no yeah well no because it's it's film scenes and i think you would you'd butcher it if you put it on well no okay if it was in landscape mode actually that would be fine yeah never mind I like yeah yeah, yeah. and then you you like you click on the things physically with your yeah. finger it would be I, tough i think it makes perfect sense yeah it does make sense it might be a little tough because there are some small don't, things that you can devil, click on, don't so. spoil yeah <laughs> no, no no i'm just saying there's small things you can click on that i think would make it a little gotcha. difficult you know what i mean yeah. um but you're right that would actually make sense and i would just like as many people to play this as possible because it completely changes what you think an FMV game can be. And it, 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 yeah, it's really cool. It is such a marriage of cinema and gaming that I've never seen before. And we probably won't see again. Um, mm -hmm. Cause I don't know. I doubt he's going to try to repeat this. He's going to go for something totally different afterwards. Um, but also talk about, anyway, sorry. I'm like, what if, what an interesting idea too though, right? Because most of the budget is just making the film. The UI afterwards is I'm sure complex, but it can't be that intense. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's such an interesting approach, though, because I think so many FMV games get it wrong by, like, trying to shoehorn the film into a game, whereas mm. the strength of Barlow's approach has always been, I'm making video. The game part almost comes afterwards. It's like, mm -hmm. how am I using these clips to construct a game yes. rather than how am I fitting these clips into a game I already have almost? Yeah, And exactly. that was always the Night Trap problem, right? Like, yeah. you try and play that game you actively have to ignore the narrative and see the narrative by necessity. You're going to fuck up components of the game because you're missing the bad guys sneaking in through the different bits. Um, yeah. Yeah. I, I'll be playing this in the next week in the next week or two. I'm quite excited to, to get into it for sure. I think it's really worth it. I'm, I'm probably going to keep going through it. I, I can't decide if I'm going through or not, but I'm probably going to keep going just to see if I can uncover more stuff. Like I said, there's like, there's probably nine hours worth of content just to watch. Let alone. Yeah, sure. Sure, sure, sure. Yeah. Um, anyway, that's it for me. Rick, why don't you take it away from me? We're already talking too long. <laughs> yeah, so um, I have quite a few completions as well, and that's because I went to the arcade again. So nice. I've got I've got three completions uh, from the arcade. Two pretty good. One absolute dog shit. And I'm gonna I'm gonna lead on that one first of all. Afterburner climax. Utter bollocks. It's like a, it's Afterburner. So it's a, an on-rails flight shooty simmy thing. It's fucking pointless. You're kind of moving around. I, I'm trying to work out how to articulate how ineffective the shooting is. So you, you have like a regular fire and you have a missile and the missile kind of auto-locks and you hit it, but you have like all the missiles. So there's no reason not to just use the missiles and try and avoid damage which you can't do because the controls for the 
ship fucking suck. You have um, a throttle. It's really unclear why you have it and what difference it's making because you're on a linear, straightforward path. You're on rails. Like moving faster and slower with the kind of targeting it gives you makes no difference. And then you have a like climax thing where you run the throttle all the way beyond max and it puts you in this slow-mo where you can fire all the rockets, but it's barely helpful. The whole thing's over in like 15 minutes. Um, the average main time on how long to beat is 13 minutes. It's just fucking terrible. The graphics are kind of pretty, but like that's the only redeeming thing that the game has to, to show for itself. The only thing. I, it, it's bad. It's just really, 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 really bad. Um, and, and in a way that's not even interesting, like to go back to 12 minutes for all its flaws, 12 minutes is an interestingly bad game. Afterburner's just depressingly boring in its badness. Really, really not good. Um, much better was Smash TV. The, uh, the twin stick arcade classic. Um, pretty by the numbers, by today's standards. And I have to say as well, the um, the arcade sticks on the one that I was using uh, were pretty stiff. So like I was low-key losing circulation in my right thumb by the time I finished the game. Um, it's okay. It's a, it's a fun time. I played it co-op with one of the people I was there with. Um, it's okay for that. Lots of asset reuse. It's about 45 minutes to get through. You've seen most everything that's there to offer by minute 15. Um, but it's good. It's good fun. And as with all of these, because it's like free play, you've not got the coin factor, which for Smash TV especially is a fucking good job because that game is just out to pinch your pennies. <laughs> um, a One hit kill. Ooh. And... Enemies can spawn with no warning from any of the four walls. Oh no! And the the base shooter is a bit of a a bit of a pea shooter. Um, so you're reliant on grabbing power ups. They're not always a spawning or b available to you because it often does this nasty thing where it spawns them on the other side of a horde of enemies, and then more enemies are following through after them. So it's it's a bit gross. But the game, the underlying game itself, is okay. Um, and then the third one I played, and this was a pleasant surprise. I, I jumped on this just a, on a whim and had a really good time with it. Fatal Judgment, Silent Scope 2. So the Silent Scope games in arcades are pretty interesting. I, I was aware of them as a thing, but I wasn't really aware of how they work. So you have a, a fixed sniper rifle. You can sort of aim around the screen. You see the full screen at the back, and then there's a little tiny circular screen in the scope of the sniper that gives you the zoomed in view. And then when you go to cutscenes, it says scope unavailable and like you watch the big screen. But the game mixes you between big open spaces and then little tight corridors. So sometimes you're actively like having to um, hip fire your sniper. And it does a lot of clever things with the way it sets up. The story's the dumbest shit. <laughs> like so stupid. <laughs> The final boss is literally the antagonist dancing with the girl that he's kidnapped. You shoot him three times in the head, and then he's like hanging off the actual Big Ben. Um, and the final shot you make is to shoot the handcuffs off 
that are holding him to like the girl you're saving. <laughs> it's utterly ridiculous, but a really, really good time. Uh, about half an hour to, to clear through the whole thing. Again, another one that was really penny pinching um, if you weren't on free play, because there is a timed component as well as a health component. And actually the time component is probably what got me more than the health component, which is a, a bit of a strange one for the setup. Underline game, really good. Had a lot of fun with it. feel like it was the perfect length of what it was. I'd probably play the first one because they had both next time I'm back. So that would be interesting because it, it looks like the cabinets are identical. So they've just um, retrofitted the cabinets they had for one with the campaign of two, I imagine. So it would be interesting to see if one's a little bit more grounded, if it makes any more sense. Anyway, uh, two more regular completions. The first um, is Miss, which I said I'd go and play, and yeah. I did. God damn, they've, they've really given the game a glow up, which easily done given the, the scope of the thing. What was so interesting, having the, the environments as a linear 3D, not as a linear, as a singular rather 3D space, they feel so much smaller than they did as a slideshow. And I'm not really sure why. Hmm. I wonder if jumping from point to point gave it a sense of scale that it that it doesn't have when you're moving around it. But a lot of the ages, particularly the Selenetic, the one you get to by the rocket ship, and the um, oh, what's the the gear age called? Oh, I those know what you're talking about, but I can't remember the name of it. Yeah, those ones in particular are tiny, like teeny weeny. Uh, it's worth saying I've played the game before, so I finished it a lot more quickly. Um, the uh, island puzzles I remembered a bit better. The missed island puzzles I did not. Um, but I finished the whole thing in, in maybe three, three and a half hours. Uh, I like it. It shows its age in in a lot of ways, but I think it's it's really cool still to go back to today. One is like a, a, a moment in time history sort of thing. It's a really cool preservation of of the spirit of what that was in 93 but also because it's a very different approach it's very very hands-off like the only guidance you get when you arrive on the island is a note that you can completely miss um i knew it was there and i walked past it the first couple of times because they've moved the location versus where it was um on the ds version and on the older version so originally it was on the floor as you walk past, they put it on a rock now. And for whatever reason, the first few times when I walked past it, I didn't clock it. That's the only hint you get. And you kind of desperately need it to get the information you then need to find your way off Mist Island to the various different places. Um, there's, there's a degree of moon logic to some of it, but it's all both internally consistent and immediate, i.e., you're not off hunting for inventory items that you need on the opposite side of the map. Generally speaking, the clues you need to solve the puzzle are at or very, very close to the puzzle. Um, so one of the nice things with the different ages when you go to them, you know that the puzzle is self-contained within that age. Um, and, you know, in the original, maybe that was 10, 15 screens that you bounce between. On this version, it's, it's little small maps. Um, I think the biggest shame with with the Myth series is just how much of a, in a way, ahead of its time sort of cross-media property it was. So 
a lot of the stories contained in the um, the books that they published alongside it, the the three books of um, Mist. I think it was the book of Atrus, the book of Dni, and the book of Uru, maybe. But they, I, I've got them. I've read the first one, not the other two, but really, really well written. The, the story is so um, rich and vibrant mm. and full of detail, but you actually don't see a lot of it in the game. It, a lot of it's just alluded to. Um, I think that's a strength in a way. Obviously, it was a constraint of the of the way they made it. Um, it's a miracle that it, it existed at all in the form and the time that it was, but there's a certain mystique to it. While it is a shame that you don't necessarily see a lot, there's a certain mystique to it. I think the saddest part is the other games in that series are not going to get the same treatment. And it is a, a full yeah. narrative over the five games of Mist. Has kind of made me want to go back and play the other ones now, which is cool. Uh, will I? Probably not, but I'd like to. I know Tiamat gave me Abduction a while back, which is also in VR. Um, that's by the same devs it's Cyan Worlds but it's a different different thing um, it's a different universe but it's the same kind of gameplay as I understand it Um, it's similar to the Miss Remake it's like a fully 3D world Mm. I own it I've never played it I've heard pretty good things about it It, it, the consensus seems to be if you liked um, Real Mist which is what this in essence is you will like Abduction it's sort of more of the same yeah and like the only kind of complaints I've heard is just I think the general complaints about Mist, which is like fucking stupid sometimes. <laughs> You're like, fair. Yeah. You know, like some of the puzzles. And like that's I don't know, man. It's puzzle games, right? Like some puzzle games I play, I'm like, do y'all know that not everyone knows these kind of riddles? <laughs> They're like you And that's the thing, there's no way of getting that balance right for everyone. Yeah, ever. you just can't. You yeah. you have to try and pitch it as well as you can and hope that it hits enough. Yeah. Um I also I'm have to say, say- what Oh, I missed that note. No, That's probably what you had no to do. No wonder I was so fucking yeah. lost in that game. So, minor spoilers for a game that's been out almost 30 years now. Um, you know how you start on the dock and you've got mm-hmm. the gear in front of you and the, the boat's to the right? Yeah. So, you go up, you follow the path around to the left, um, back onto yourself, and then again 90 degrees to the right. In the original game, the note was on the floor there. In the real mist version, the, the the one that we've played, um, it's on a rock to your right as you're looking out onto Mist Island, next to the um, the building with the um, star charts. Uh, that note guides you to put a certain code in um, in a door that you might have missed to your immediate left in the starting place. That takes you down into a viewing platform, and there's a note from Atrus who is the father of the two guys in the books that you find in the library. Um, he's also the progenitor of, of the, the linking books to Mist. He, he knows the art, which is how you write those. Um, he leaves a note for his wife, Catherine, who you never see in this game, but she's like an important character in the overall story, um, saying that his sons um, have betrayed him and he's got to like, um, lock away the remaining Mist books, like almost all of them have been burned. And he prompts you, on how to find the clues that let you access each of the four ages, which is where you find the the red and blue pages that are central to the, the, the main quest line of the story, as it were. If you don't find that note, there is almost no conceivable way that you'll progress. I see. 
makes a lot of sense. Now. I was like, maybe I should try again. <laughs> yeah. Maybe I should it's try it again. You said there's a DS version. Don't, don't, no, don't, don't. You fucking play no, yes. Okay. You can, also, oh, you can probably just download Mist. Like, honest to God. Like, I'm sure, like, the original Mist is easy to find at some in some way, shape, or form. Uh, they're all on Steam, and they're yeah. all pretty cheap. Um, Real Mist is, like, a slightly less pretty version of this one. So, Real Fucking history time now. So, the original <laughs> Mist was, a, was essentially a slideshow. Um, you moved from static scene to static scene. There were small, like, 3D rendered parts that, that were the puzzle bits that moved around. Um in the early to mid 2000s they released what's called real mist which is mist but they've made all the worlds in 3d so you walk around them rather than teleporting from slideshow slide to slideshow slide um what we played is a prettied up version of real mist originally designed for vr and then made playable without a headset um and as part of that they moved the note i actually think it's slightly easier to find in its original location I think it stood out more against the the path that you walk on than it does on that rock. Like I said, I knew that note was there and I missed it the first few times. So, um, yeah, but I, I, I really like it and I like that it, it trusts you, the player, and trusts its own ability to craft puzzles that are easy enough to pass mm-hmm. um, with a couple of notable exceptions and just generally says, yeah, go for it, like, yeah. you can only get so far lost this world is tiny yeah. and I think that's a really cool approach similar in a way to, to things like Tangle Tower stuff where you've got like a really small place and a limited number of things to do and the dev's like cool you, you can only screw this up so bad yeah. have at it to which I say watch um, me so- <laughs> <laughs> yeah. accept it yeah. uh, and speaking of challenge the, the last game I beat was Gunstar Superheroes for the GBA. Great game. I A great game. I think I would have been a bit miffed if I'd paid like full price for it when it came out. Oh, yeah. One, <laughs> because it's hella short, which the Gunstar games are. Um, and two, because it's pretty unforgiving in terms of the... It, it's kind of like a roguelite. Because if you die at any point, you have to obtain all four of the treasure gems over again. Um, I only know this secondhand because I happened to play this on a flash drive or on a flash cart rather. And I had save states and I abused the fuck out of them. The game's amazing. Like the, the gameplay is so, so tight. It's kind of hard to ignore the fact that most of the best bits of Gunstar superheroes are redone scenes lifted wholesale from Gunstar. Um, the, the the Mega Drive original, which is a shame, but it still really, really holds up. And there's an argument to say that if, you know, when it came out, there's about 15 years between the two releasing, probably fair cop. And it's on a handheld, and that was like a, a big draw. And the character that you play has more of a moveset. Um, the weapon layout is a little bit different. There are enough different things to to justify it. The game itself is excellent. Visually, mechanically... Uh, orally i like the setup the story is dog shit but it doesn't really matter i had two and a bit hours of glorious unadulted fun playing this game and i think if you're the kind of person who likes a run and gun action game and doesn't mind punishing difficulty and or is playing this in a manner that you have access to save states yeah 
you're going to have a wonderful time. Um, I would probably recommend playing the original first. One, because it, it gives you a better platform from which to enjoy superheroes. Um, but also, two, because it, 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 it would be harder to go back and play that game after. And I think they're both really worth playing in their own right. Echo what I said when I played the originals M2 port on the 3DS. It's a crying shame that that's getting memory hold. Yeah, Alex is pulling a sad face for the listeners <laughs> at home, and, and I agree more. Yeah. Um, but no sadness in terms of retired games because we have none. So Indeed. let's jump straight into playing, and let's do it in reverse order because I've got almost nothing to say about mine. So I'll just plow through. So. Everything I've basically been playing, I've beaten. So obligatory, I'm currently playing, but have not made any progress on the following. <laughs> Days Gone, PS4. Remnant from the Ashes, PC. Live Alive, Switch. Where Shadows Slumber, Android. The one game I've actually made a bit of progress on is Serial Cleaner um, mm. for the Switch. It's already kind of getting a little bit repetitive, and that's not to say it's not fun. It's a lot of fun. Didn't they just announce but... a sequel to this one, I think? Serial cleaners, yep. and it's going to have co-op, and I'm actually quite excited to take advantage of the co-op. I think it's probably going to be a lot more fun in co-op. I imagine that they can do much more with it when you've got two people to move around. The the inputs are really limited on this game. It's literally pick up body, pick up piece of evidence, hide in thing, interact with like pre-canned environmental object, um, vacuum up blood. And you have like a, a detective mode vision type thing that zooms you out and allows you to see where everyone is um, and, and what your interactable things are. The style elevates it a little bit. The aesthetic's not one that's done all that often in gaming. Mm -hmm. And it's pulled off with real panache by the devs here. Um, the game has a very clear identity and it leans into it and it fits the the gameplay and the theme, you really do feel like it makes sense that this kind of character would exist in the early 70s, like doing all the tidy up for mob hits. Hmm. And that it's kind of believable that the policing of that time would be inept enough that they'd have vision cones and you'd be able to get away with it all. Um, the, the one thing that does make me laugh is like, the stealth is pretty relaxed, which I like, to be clear. For me, that's good because I'm not really a big stealth game kind of person. The way it works is as long as you can get to and activate a hide spot, excuse me, whether that's a cupboard or a set of barrels or, you know, whatever it happens to be, even if you're in direct line of sight of the enemy, as long as you get into that hide spot, they'll be like, Dun? where'd it go? <laughs> so that, that's kind of dumb but it makes it a lot more fun um, and it's one of those things where you, you feel like you can recover if you goof which I like um, sorry that made me think of Sniper Elite when I was playing it because it's like you shoot a guy in the fucking head and if there's an explosion the other guy next to him is like I didn't hear anything <laughs> it's like your bro just <laughs> splattered blood on your face man <laughs> <laughs> the forecast didn't say rain yeah I know right <laughs> Um, <laughs> it's worth saying the game's pretty short as well like I had a quick google because I was like do I really want to plug through this 20 levels I'm on like level 8 I've played maybe an hour an hour and a bit quite a few of the missions I cleared on my first go like the difficulty's not super high none of that is 
to say I don't recommend that. I actually think it's quite a lot of fun, but I think you certainly have to temper your expectations going in. The level of mechanical um, complexity is very, very low. It's a game that really probably benefits from short burst play, which is what I've been doing. Uh, and even then, it's not a big game. Um, and also, like, it depends on your tolerance for stealth, what kind of stealth you like. Um, people tend to be very picky about that kind of gameplay. With all those caveats in mind, I really like it. I'm probably going to finish it. Um, and then go back to Live Alive. That is me. Uh, Paula, we haven't heard from you in a little while. Tell us about what you've been playing. I've been playing a little bit of everything and a, and a whole lot of one game in particular. Hmm. Let's start with the smaller stuff. Um, I made some progress on Claire Maddies. I am halfway through the, not the tutorial, the prologue of the game. Um, in Piafira Faded Memories, uh, halfway through chapter one of Nicholas Road, I haven't been playing this a lot. <laughs> I started Chikoria Colorful Tale, which yes. is very, very cute. And my character name is Cake. Oh, that's a great name. <laughs> and it is certainly adorable, I have to say. And it found me out that it only starts you like with four colors because I wanted to start coloring right away. But then I looked it up and you get more colors, so that makes me happy. All good things to those. I like away. very colorful <laughs> things. And I played a little bit of Pokemon Conquest. I've on my way to my first invasion, I guess, and trying to um, conquer another region of the Ramsey region. And finally, I've uh, I have been playing a lot of Age of Empires 4. Who could have seen that coming? That is the new Breath of the Wild, probably. And I have two big moments this week because I reached uh, rank gold one. Hell yeah. And also, I defeated my boyfriend in the game. Which we didn't think was going to happen, I think is fair to say right Not for a while i was like i don't know but man no. she got gold one now so it's funny there was like i said with Paolo, there's a period of time where i felt like i could maybe hold my own against you and you'd probably still wreck me now you'd fucking destroy me there's just no way <laughs> <laughs> we still need to play every like all of us together i don't know yeah. if against the pc or something like that or like make two on two teams because we can now balance the actual thing now. actually we could yeah um though rick you got one day rick. <laughs> that day is today I oh, christ yes i do <laughs> i i honestly i think i i'm gonna have to just like um what's the word just do it late I, oh, yes <laughs> I well, obviously yeah. That's... <laughs> yeah obviously you're not escaping this one no i, I mean no, no we, rick. We... we have very strict rules for this thing we do in our spare time <laughs> with you. Yeah. we have ways of enforcing this rick i don't know uh, what they are what? but we have ways <laughs> i'll let you know when we know what they are yeah exactly i'll get back to you in four to seven business days <laughs> oh god so... i'll probably take to get to play age of empires to be fair exactly 
<laughs> we still need to like do a like first of all play all of us together mm -hmm. and then cast the game for for yeah. the YouTube channel. That would be fun. That would be cool. Pally knows what she's talking um, about. And we'll just mess around. <laughs> we'll just be happy to be along for the ride. Yeah. Oh no! Why me? Why me? <laughs> <laughs> you know why you. Yeah. Uh, good point. Although it could be fun, especially uh, if one of us really fucks up. It's sort of fun to go on and be like, "So this is why I messed up." <laughs> yeah. Uh, do you know what? Yeah. I'm just gonna like you turn. I'm gonna pretend I know what I'm doing and chat utter shit. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> um what i was what was i doing yeah it affected uh my boyfriend not one not once but twice first of all was in a, a mega random map and we managed to end up in the in an archipelago archipelago how the fuck do you pronounce that archipelago archipelago i don't know i think you got archipelago. it right archipelago archipelago, I think archipelago. Is, yeah. That's a weird word. And um, it, it is a very weird word. What is it in word? Spanish? Because it curious. Archipelago. Archipelago. Oh, okay. So it's just the curse sound. <laughs> nice. Classic. Yeah. And like I ended up going for a sacred victory because I found all the secret sites and I was like, oh, don't mind me. I'm just going to take this. And he made a mistake of not immediately killing all my prelates that were like just chilling on the secret site and 10 minutes later it was a sacred victory uh, the second victory was a landmark victory um or more like yeah you're gonna destroy me anyway so let's just call it a day here and i was really surprised we were playing in the highlands map the one that has the two Mountains like to the sides, and like that is pretty much three streets to any base. And it was, I don't know, I don't want to say it was messy, but hmm. uh, for some reason, he wasn't like really uh, picking on my villagers like in the early game, so I just went to Gasful. And then I got a, a shit ton of prelates because in the last patch, or like the last big update that there was, the glitch that didn't allow the prelates to heal the army and inspire the army was gone. Ooh. So I make my small army and probably like 14 to, to 20 prelates to heal everyone and to like increase the damage they were doing. And... I gotta say, it is a very good strategy. Like, they can easily outheal any damage you are doing if you play your cards right. And the rest of the game was history. I somehow managed to overwhelm him and I won. So that was a very big moment for me because I didn't even think that they will come like anytime soon. Uh, so yeah, that's what I've been up to this week. Alex, take it away. I'm a little bit like Rick. I, I, most of what I've been playing is what I beat. So, um, <laughs> I've, uh, I'm, I'm, I am playing Ace Attorney 2. Investigations, Prosecutors, Ace Attorney Investigations 2. I'm playing that game. 
Um, <laughs> it's Alex, the man who teaches English as a language. <laughs> I forgot how to read. <laughs> That's actually my problem. I get so many. Oh my god, I, sh- I need to do a series actually on the emails that I get. So, by the way, I was feeling kind of sick the other day, and bless my students' souls, they're very kind. But I get a message after I <laughs> after teaching, and the message simply read, "I was looking at you. You look bad. I hope you feel better." <laughs> I was like, God damn it. <laughs> Way to drag me while trying to be nice to me. <laughs> I was like, ah, oh, shit. <laughs> and like, also you realize like nothing can get past my students. It's also not fair because, um, oh no, here's what it is. It was, hello teacher. I was looking at you. I think you're not feeling well. You looked bad. I hope you get to feeling better soon. <laughs> Like that's Aww. very very sweet, Aww. but also ouch. Also <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <and I'll... laughs> I don't know if you missed that. We said, but also ouch. Oh. <laughs> yeah, you got it. It wasn't sick on oh, my God. end. That's probably why. <laughs> there you go. Um, but anyway, it, yeah, that, that's what you get sometimes. My students are very kind, but English is not the strong point obviously um so anyway i'm also playing live alive i guess um <laughs> i will play it there's my switch it's like, until i get on transit again my switch hasn't been having a lot of action you know um i started cyberpunk 2077 again actually yeah I saw that yeah yeah because i was like you know what it's been two years and a half i think <laughs> now's the time might as well try it out or has it been officially no it's been almost two years i think because it was in 2020 right um yeah it was like december 2020 yeah coming on two years i have to say from when i first tried playing it to now it looks way better um on my series x now but it's fucking so broken man (laughs) like i okay the first part with dexter deshaun right like you get into the car with him i walk out of the car As the car started to drive away, it was going flop, 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 flop. Like basically the front of the car would go like an inch to the right and then to the left. It looked like it was like like scooting its butt along like a, a floor. Like it was going like, ooh, 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 ooh. Like down away. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> like looking around. That game is held together with string and super glue and like the hopes and prayers of its developers. And then I also realized that I'm like, Ah, this game's fucked because it is honestly one of the most beautiful and interesting worlds to look at. Like, it's really, really impressive. But (laughs) I I can never forget. I cannot forget how it was released and I cannot forget the scrutiny. Do you know what I mean? So as I'm playing it, I'm like, it's a shame because had I bought this now, I would be like, man, this is one of the best games ever made. Because <laughs> like it's really, really incredible. But it is just kind of janky. I'm really having fun. I will I will say I'm having quite a bit of fun. I kind of wish I'd bought this for PC, I think, because even it's like, even its menus are clearly they're meant for Aimed PC. Aimed at PC. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know what I'm saying? I, there's, there's the timeline where they targeted high-end PC and focused on like next-gen consoles. Mm-hmm. And that game was not everything it promised, but much better. Yeah. As someone who loved it, like I recognize that that thing's bought. I know. And the thing is, I'm having fun. I think I'm going to like this game. Um, it's just, you know, it is what it is at this point, right? Yeah. Um, it'll never hit its thing. But if you've got a, a next-gen console and you've got the patch for it, never been a better time to jump on in, you know? 
Um, and if you mm-hmm. had a PC, I'm sure you had fun with this game in 2020. Uh, <laughs> mm. I will say there's some good UI fixes and things that I've noticed even just from when I played it the first time. Like I've noticed that the main story mission that I played through seems like there's some different stuff involved already. Um, and also, man, talk about the corpo role being way better than any of the others because it unlocks so much dialogue comparatively to like any of the other people that I played as because I did it as the... the you know, the out-of-towner one sort of things. And it had, like, zero uh, yeah, impact. Yeah. yeah, the Nomads, right? It had, like, no impact while I was playing. But then the Corpo already, I'm like, oh, this is the way to do it, man. There's some cool story here. Anyway, um, Cyberpunk 2077, I do recommend. It's fun. Um, what else? Dorf Romantic. You remember this one? It was in the Steam Next Fest. I, I played a demo of this a while back. It's the, uh, it's the chill. It's like if you played Catan, but you were just putting the tiles together. And that's the whole game. Uh, <laughs> Switch, dude. I feel like it's a perfect Switch game. I would say better PC, actually. I think this is a better PC mm. game. Yeah. The reason okay. I say you want to zone out with this one, and I also think that you want a mouse for it a little bit. I, If you had to use analog controls, this game would suck, honestly. If you had touch controls, it might still suck. But because there's a lot of moving around and rotating that you have to do. It's really perfect okay. on PC. I would really, really do not recommend this on anything but PC. Um, perfect Steam Deck game. Exactly. It's a Steam. <laughs> I got it away on sale, and I was like, mm-hmm. So, super relaxing. I guess I've technically... This is a game where, like, I don't know how you classify beating it, because right. you can't really beat it. It's a score game. It's kind of arcade right? Uh, okay. But, the thing that I think is interesting, when I played the demo, I didn't really get it. Because the demo, there was nothing kind of motivating you. It was just like, I don't know, get a score. Which is fine. But mm-hmm. the game itself has some really excellent challenges um, built into it that unlock new pieces. And also, um, as you complete the challenges, you'll get like variations on those pieces. Um, so you get like new color schemes and stuff like that. Um, and the challenges are quite fun. So, like, one of the challenges, for instance, was never place, a like, place, say, 50, or for, I think it starts with 25 tiles um, perfectly so that their sides match up the, the sides that you're placing them on, right? So it's like a puzzle mode. And that was really fun. So, like, I got up to the point where I think it was, like, 250 is the max or something, where I placed 250 tiles where every single tile I placed was perfect. But you run out of tiles as you're placing them. You have to complete quests, which is like a certain amount of trees connected to each other, a certain amount of houses, a certain amount of fields, railways, water, um, and then also closing them off. And then when you complete those quests, you get more tiles, right? So you right. can't just be like placing them willy-nilly. You have to really think about what you're doing and complete those quests. Um, and so the different challenges um, allow you to play each round a little bit differently. And so I really recommend going through and like trying to think like, okay, what do I want to do for this round? I want to I wanna beat these challenges. And what's also neat, is that as you expand your island, um, there are little like hidden areas where when you connect a piece to it, it unlocks a challenge. And if you complete that challenge, you get a new like actual challenge to do. Like it's, it's like, or I guess it unlocks a quest that will give you a new challenge in the end. So for instance, one of them that I found once I completed it, it was now do the puzzles, right? So there are a bunch of hidden challenges that you can unlock by playing the game. It's really simple. You can ignore it if you want, but it is just the right amount of motivation, I think, for this kind of game. 
and it is super fucking zen. It's such, it's so cute. You know, the, the little designs are, are gorgeous. The music is just quiet and perfect. And you'll find yourself just getting, it is, um, it's Tetris-like in its ability to absorb you into it so effectively. It's, uh, mm. it's really wonderful. And it's one that I actually think the demo did a bit of a disservice because it didn't quite have that, um, that challenge stuff in it. And that challenge stuff really gets me going. Now, for some people, they won't even give a fuck. They're like, I don't need the challenge. I am, I am a self-motivated individual who just plays games for the chilliness of it, you know? <laughs> uh, but for me, I need a little something, right? I need, I need a little bit of motivation. And uh, it's quite perfect for that. So I highly recommend Dorf Romantic. I'm sure that that means something. <laughs> I don't know what. But uh, it's, uh, it's really, really fun and really chill. And I don't know, maybe it is good on... Um, it's also so cheap. Yeah, like on Steam, I think it's on sale right now. It's like US $11. Like it's, I got it for like a couple bucks. It's, if you get this on sale, it's kind of a no-brainer to be honest. Like it's just a really, really, um, um, yeah, a really blissful minimalist game that just lets you chill the fuck out, you know? Mm. Okay, that's it. So many games we've been playing. Um, which is wild because it hasn't been that long. <laughs> no, it's not. This so, is a midweek recording inside baseball. Um, yeah, yeah, sorry, go on. I was going to say, why don't we move on to our topic, uh, which Palace suggested, which is kind of like a nice uh, follow-up. Last week we talked about vacation gaming, so now why don't we talk about gaming while busy AF, <laughs> which I think mm. we all are. <laughs> of all, you don't. Okay, no. Uh, <laughs> look, you, you can't dab, but also you can't dab on an audio only recording. <laughs> put in a dab yes, I can, but I need it. Uh, uh. Oh lord, I'm too old. I don't even. I know dabbing's. I just don't know what it means. <laughs> I'm an old man who's on the internet, and I see kids do it all the time, and I'm like, "What are these children doing?" <laughs> I'm I'm the grandpa Simpson old man yells at Cloud now. I'm just like Yeah. <laughs> don't understand anything anymore. Paula's old man Simpson ways like, we dab. It was the start of the time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um you know it's interesting. Like I'm glad you brought this one up because something that I think, you know, doing this podcast, I'm sure it seems like a boy, you play a lot of games. It seems like all Alex ever does is play video games. And it's like, that's not true. <laughs> um, it's kind of true. Kind of, but not really. Cause I have a very, I'm, I'm a very rigid individual. Like if you, if they would probably know I plan out a lot of things, but um, when it comes to like my everyday life, like I'm like, you know, wake up 6am, go to the gym, take the dog out, do my work. Right. Like that's like, my life kind of deal. So like when it comes to gaming for me while busy, like I have a very strict schedule that I, I stick to and I make sure that like the only time I play a video game is after I've completed a list of like work things that I have to get done for that day, whether that's like work or even just like personal life shit, you know? Um, and then, then I'll play games. And I find that that doing it that way for me uh, means that I actually feel like I have more time to play games because it kind of like the, the, personally the reward or like the tantalizing carrot of getting to play a game later makes me very motivated to get my work done <laughs> like i'm like i get her done and i'm just like nice and then i feel calm and relaxed and like i can actually enjoy my games you know um i don't know what about y'all 
I feel well, like I'd case, go the other way. Sorry, Bob. Yeah, I was going to say, I am the opposite of organized. <laughs> I am pure chaos. Like, I wake up in the morning and I choose violence just because I felt like it. Um, <laughs> in my case, like, I just try to fit, like, I don't know, even five minutes of gaming between classes if I can. Mm. Or, like... Um, I usually bring one of my hand heels with me when I'm at uni. So if I have a little time and if I feel like it, it's like, okay, I'm going to just play a five minutes of color mallies while I wait for the teacher to arrive. And then it's like, oh, shit, he's here or she's here. Bye, Vita. See you tomorrow. And the other thing that I do is like when I'm home, I'm, home, I'm like, okay, I can study now. But also, I could play a match of Age of Empires 4. <laughs> and then it's like, oh, fuck, I need to finish this homework. And da 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 Okay, I'm not, I am not that disorganized. I can, <laughs> like, do my homework in a timely manner, I swear. Mom, Dad, if you're, if you're listening right now, I am not that irresponsible. Also, um, like, if you don't hit the like button, Paola's mom and dad, you are disowned. I hope you're aware of that. <laughs> <laughs> and so okay so yeah like that was all me, cool gaming, i don't know like, why i did that <laughs> i don't know i missed part of it so i just let you go <laughs> yeah <sighs> so at the end of the day it's like okay do i have time to play today probably um maybe like just while eating breakfast or like Especially because I play a lot of vision, I was like, I, okay, I'm gonna like uh, put out a player, like just uh, press A with my left hand when I eat this bread with my right hand, or like drink my cup of tea and like stuff like that. And it just works in a way. That's why I'm sometimes like, especially when I'm busier, I play a lot more visual levels than when I'm like on vacation and like have a week off or a weekend off even. And sorry, but for the like non-vision over non-portable game, it's probably it's probably probably gonna be Age of Empires for for a while because it's like what gives me dopamine the most at the moment. So yeah, that's pretty much what I do when I'm busy. I just play whenever I have a, a little breather. Rick. I I wouldn't even say I'm disorganized. I, I think I've just got that kind of brain where it's like, I've got things to do. Guess I'm going to play Rocket League for three hours. Procrastinating <laughs> to its finest. Yeah, it's one of those. It's like, you know, that classic, I've got to revise, but my room really needs to tidy right about now. Sort of mentality. Yeah. I, I mean, jokes aside, I, I imagine you're the same, Alex. Like with public transport, you've got to carve out no matter what. Yeah. Um, Like... There are occasions where I'll use that time to get things done because I've I've got a pretty consistent like chunk of time each way that's like big enough that you can do things in. But generally speaking, that's kind of sacred me time sort of thing. And handhelds being what they are, you can do stuff like that. Otherwise, it's the kind of thing that fits into a Pomodoro. Like if you really need to get things done, for me at least, Pomodoro is the way to do it. And what I will often do instead of doing like the twenty-five-five split. I'll do like a 45, 15 hmm. because then you can actually get a bit more done in that break split. And I find that if I know I've got a bigger break coming, I can get through a 45, particularly like the whole point of that system, right? Is that once you started, 
you find you go on for longer anyway. Like it, it's giving you a catalyst to move rather than mm. being necessarily about doing a strict amount of time. Um, again, that tends to be handheld things. One, because they're geared to be ready to play immediately. It's not like yeah. playing on a PC where you've got to spend a couple of minutes like going to the program, booting it up and, you know, fucking about with settings or whatever you need to do on that given occasion. But also because they tend to be geared for that kind of play anyway. Um, the games that release there and Switch kind of blurs the lines a little bit, but particularly for ourselves where we play a lot of older stuff, like those games are geared towards just jumping in and out. Um, mobile gaming as well. So we touched on Netflix, weirdly enough. Um, they have got a load of Android games that you get with your Netflix subscription. And I haven't got to it yet, but I've downloaded Wonderput. And if that isn't the perfect five minute in between other things game, I don't know what is. And again, mobile games are designed to slot into those little busy slots. So I think that's where I fall for that kind of thing. Um thing that I, I'm curious about is how is your public your public transport? Like what do you do for when you're commuting? Like do you take a train, a bus, or like I catch a train and my train is busy ish, but I can pretty consistently get a table seat. So like the majority of Gunstar Superheroes, for example, was played on a commute. So um, I'd take some over here headphones, I'd sit on the train, I'd plug those headphones in, and I'd play. And I would consistently get 15, 20 minutes of just gameplay. Um, did, you, did you just say a table seat? Like, yeah. you sit and there's a table on the train? We have, we have table seats on our trains. You have like regular ass seats that are like a bus seat thing where they're back to back to back. Um, or they like one after another, and then you have some seats that are table seats. Yeah. So that's um, like a, a table okay, the side. I'll send yeah, you a quick next time I get on. That's such a weird <laughs> we, thing, but I'll do it. Yeah. Yeah, it, it, it depends on like what kind of like, uh, we call it metro here because the subway. Yeah, we when we take this the subway, we we go like cattle, like everyone like standing up, and there's like just a few this seats is, over this there. This is an overground train; it's not like a subway. Oh, thing. yeah, okay, 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 and yeah, and that's the other thing. I am jealous that you can play on a train or like on commute and not fear for your console's life. People are pretty chill like, in the UK. Yeah, like, I mean. Like, it, when you're outside of the suburbs, like people are pretty chill. Well, same yeah. with um, at uh, like here in um, Canada, and especially in Alberta as well. Like chilling on the buses that we're on here, they're very like everyone fuck doesn't fucking even look at you. You know what I mean? Like the the yeah. etiquette on here is just like fuck off. I'm on the bus. Leave me alone. <laughs> you know, pretty uh, much. Pretty much. Yeah. And to be fair, oh sorry, yeah. No, no, you're okay. Go ahead. We don't really have. Like we have uh, a light rail train system or whatever, an LRT, which is like not a subway. It's above ground, but it does kind of sometimes go underground. Um, so it's, it's sort of a, a hybrid. Um, I don't actually use that very often because it's not actually that like useful <laughs> um, for me to get to because ours is pretty shit. But the bus is all the time. And the bus here, like, yeah, you don't have to worry at all. Like I just have my book bag and I have my switch with me and I just I sit down and play a game. And like, I know my route so well that usually it would take me, you know, at, at slowest 30 minutes maybe to get to my work um, on mm -hmm. the bus. And it's usually only one bus ride. 
um, maybe sometimes two. And so like that 30 minutes to an hour, it's just like, that's a lot of carved out time to play games, right? I mean, that can equal up to almost two hours of gaming in one day, which just like, yeah. it's awesome. Because I find I can't do anything else. I can't do work on a fucking bus. You know what I mean? I had to take a laptop and everything. Ugh, fuck that. But a little switch? Hmm. And this is where the train's nice because you get some flexibility. Like sometimes I'll take, you know, notes and stuff that I need to do. Sometimes I'll take a book and I'll just sit and read comfortably. That way you have options. Um I mean, even with buses, if you got the ones where they have like a flip down table, quote unquote. No, no, we don't got nothing like that. Yeah, no, none of that. But I don't really need the table. Um, at least for I, switch. No. Yeah, I've never needed it for switch or anything like that. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Feel baffled. Yeah, I'm, I'm guessing it's different, huh? Like, but also you're in a crazy huge city, right? Like, I mean... <laughs> You're in your equivalent of London. If I was in London, I could not do what I currently do um, in my oh, part. Okay, okay. okay, okay. Yeah, that, like if I was in Toronto, like, in the I probably most population would. dense area. Yeah, it's just the way it is. Yeah. Like yeah, what? You're like I almost t- six million people, right? Like you're you're a big place. <laughs> We're like like half the population is here in Santiago, so it's like. Yeah, to give you an idea, yeah. I have less than a million people in Edmonton. Like we're about a million, but like. It's a lot smaller than Santiago. <laughs> yeah, we're probably about the same. We're probably way more spread out as well. Yeah. Yeah. Um, like I, I, I literally seen people have their phone taken out of their hands in the in the bus. Ooh. Yeah. So no way in hell I'm I'm gonna take out my console there. Sorry, yeah. I'm just I, I'm just whining at this <laughs> moment because like. I went to play on, on public transport too. I because it takes me half between half an hour and an hour depending on, on traffic. And that would be like such an amazing time like to just take out a console or or my phone and play something there. Also what? here Go on, sorry. I know I only podcast, but here is like what the inside of the bus looks like. Yeah, it it looks like a um that's and kind of, not super gaming friendly, but I mean, it's probably not too dissimilar from what you're on, Alex. It's very fact. similar to mine. Like, it, like you know, the classic, there's like one row in the middle and then you've oh, got okay. like seats in the sides and then there's like a, a higher up area. Yeah, with like yeah. all the seats facing forward yeah. and then a couple that are facing, you know, uh, sideways. Um, but I actually find it's kind of like, I don't know, this is like so random, but like most of them have like a little, um, like I like to sit in the back because there's like the there's a chair in front that has like a little metal bar that I can put my feet up on and then it creates like this like little shelf with my book bag and it's perfect. <laughs> I'm just like, yes, excellent nice. comfort. I've I've mastered the the transit uh game, you know. Um and that's also why, like honestly, so sometimes people talk to me about how they're like, Oh, how can you like how do you handle transit? Like that must be so annoying and shit. And I was like, bro, I would much prefer to spend an hour and I like like an hour to two hours a day on transit playing my games than fucking driving for the equivalent amount of time almost minus maybe half an hour and just mindlessly yeah. driving. Like I hate it. Well, you're <laughs> doing the activity of that driving. Is true. Yeah. Right. You can maybe put a audio book on and that's it. What do you do on your transport then, Pam? Do you take a book? Do you like listen to music? What's the crack? I either uh, take a book or stare at the abyss for whatever. <laughs> 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 
Sick. I wish I hadn't asked. Hello, darkness, my old friend. <laughs> they ask you if you're okay, and you have to say you're okay, but you're not okay. okay. Yeah. <laughs> you're not okay. <laughs> or just look out the window and see interesting stuff happening outside. There's a lot Probably of stuff lot. that happened in the bus, by the way. Yeah. So... There's, there's not... no shortage of stories once you get to your destination. Yeah, there's this. I feel like this segment should be called "Gaming While Bussing." That's like the really <laughs> forget gaming while busy. <laughs> oh, you're muted, Rick. <laughs> Rick, you're muted, buddy. <laughs> I, I was literally it. just saying. I think. I think the consensus is gaming while busy. Duh. Yeah. You got it. You just got to find time. I mean, it's such a stress relief, right? And lately, this is the bougie this, but like at this point now, young Alex would be so excited because I have all the gaming things that I truly want. And like, there is nothing better than like gaming on your PC, popping over to your couch to play some, you know, console games, standing up, playing a bit of VR, and then sitting back down with your handheld while you watch TV. I'm just like, I'm living in paradise. I fucking love this shit so much. Mm. I mean, the beautiful irony is now that your playdate's arrived, like you've got all this thousands of pounds worth of tech, but you're going to ignore it for one little yellow cranky boy. Damn right. And they yep. just put out, like, um, as we were, like, talking here, um, uh, very kindly, um, R2D2 pointed out to me that there's a playdate community bundle going on right now. Um, where they got like 50% right. off some of the best community games that have been made. So I'm going to sideload a bunch of yeah. yeah, do it. It's like it's like 30 bucks. Can, that's CAD, I think. So um, I'm sure it's much, much... Unless that's... Is that USD? It might be USD. Um, yeah, it's USD. So that's a little more expensive for Alex. But I don't mind. It's worth it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm happy to... Uh, to uh, shell out some dough for these uh community developers because i want to i want to see what they're all about you know um plus let's be real if you get the play date it's a boutique thing you know like it's it's for people who have probably a little bit of disposable income it is for sure a niche yeah exactly and i'm that niche (laughs) i feel that um plus i just got a bonus at work so <laughs> who should who nice. said anything about saving that bonus um, <laughs> <laughs> saving what's that what's saving what's saving precious um anyway and this uh, is the responsible adults podcast yes welcome to yeah if you came here for responsible adults you crazy <laughs> you are in the wrong place yeah right that is not what i'm all about um all right why don't we uh why don't we move on then unless does anyone have anything else to add i mean i think we covered busyness and gaming yeah only only that that bundle looks dope it does doesn't it it really does i'm buying it right when this ends um and it will end momentarily right after we play how long to beat the game i think it's rick's turn it is and your boys already queued up a game it's an ironic one or an appropriate one uh ace combat assault horizon okay that sounds like an arcade title Um, uh released october 2011 uh for the pc playstation 3 and xbox 360 can you say that again ace combat what 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 
Can you play? That's part of your series, right? Assault Horizon. I'm going to post the name of it in our little Please group chat. Is that the first of the Ace Combat games? No, not not by a long shot. It's a spin-off. Ah, gotcha. Okay, 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 okay. All right, freaking cop cars making noise out there. Um, and in addition to the one-pointers for main story, main extras, and completionist, what would I like my wild card question to be uh, I would like you to tell me there is one 100% speed run listed for this game on HLTB um, I would like you to tell me how long you think the speed run 100% time is uh, closest person to that time gets those two points and that time is in hours minutes and seconds hmm. so you said it's a it's a 100 speed run there there are two speed runs listed for this game there's an any percent and 100 percent. interesting okay okay uh i don't feel really confident on this one but i'm gonna shoot my shot here Let's see. Uh, okay, uh, let's do this. Let's say, yeah. Uh, I'm looking at that bundle. There's one Playdate game that I was really hoping would be in it that it looks like is not uh, called Bloom. It was like the first third party um Playdate game that was announced, and I do not see it. Can I? Okay, this might not be a fair question. The, I'm guessing. Okay, the I'm speed just, run times are probably really specific, right? Like it's not just like the how long to beat, like half hour things. Is it like? No, no, no. It's, it, it's a very specific time. You're right. Yes. Okay. Okay. <laughs> well, then I'm gonna have some fun. <laughs> Oh no! What are you gonna uh -oh. do? Well, I'm gonna make a really specific time. That's all. <laughs> oh no! Uh, let's see. I am investigating, and the game has both player. What the fuck is one hundred percent for this game? Okay, I've done a what I'm gonna call the uh, three up, three down strategy for this, <laughs> which will make sense to mm. Rick when he sees it. <laughs> Uh, yeah because i'm not sure I'm trying, I'm trying to process the speed run time that i i don't know if there's meaning to that or whether that's just like no i just went random specific numbers okay i am trying to guess my speed run time they give me a minute no maybe i should add my speed run uh, is it too late can i Paula hasn't submitted, so I will allow a shunt on your part if you do want to update it. I'm going to do this because I feel like that gives me more wiggle room on each each side. Oh, are you early? Half an hour Hours are in there. Oh, you I already, I already edited it. It's good. So you did. Okie dokie. Oh, I almost knocked my mic over again. I'm so, fast. <clears throat> <laughs> I love speed. So, 
That happened. Oh dear. Don't worry about it. <laughs> so, main story. <clears throat> Alex says nine hours. Paula says eight hours. Oh, uh, the time is eight and a half hours, so that's a point each. Oh, hey. Nice. Uh, main plus. Alex says 12 hours. Paula says 15 hours. The time is 13 and a half hours, so another point each. Wow. Oh, my wow. God. That's <laughs> fucking dumb. Um, <laughs> I can't believe that's oh, exactly. Wow. Okay. This is shaping up like that time where we both put exactly the same answers for everything, Alex. Even I the remember. Fucking bonus round. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it's not that bad this time because there is some variance on the 100%. So, okay. 100%. Alex says 15 hours. Paula says 100 hours. Whoa. I, I have to it's tell you, though, the completionist, is, the completionist is 82. So, Paula takes Really? That Holy crap. It's 82? Wow. Okay. Mm. Now, on not... the other end of the spectrum, speed run time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, a, it's a fucking mad one, and I'm not really sure how. There's like yeah, eight completionist times. Ranging from 48 and a bit hours to over 110 hours. I just assumed because this was like a 360 PS3 game. I was like, it can't be that long. Like, but, okay, wow. Fuck. Now that, I'm a little worried about myself. There were Sky games on there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I did the strategy of like, I was like, I'm just going to go three hours. Dump, and, dump. Yeah. You know what I mean? I figured that gives me a little bit of leeway, but all right. Didn't, We've didn't all been out. there. Yeah. So speed run time. Alex says six hours, 45 minutes, 30 seconds. Paula says, weirdly, for a, well, I suppose you've said for 100%. Yeah. Uh, Paula says 20 hours, 42 minutes, zero seconds. Oh, because it's uh, for the 100%. Actual time, the actual time is 52 seconds, 43 minutes. Oh, I was like, <laughs> and six hours. So the two points go to Alex. Wait, Ooh. it was what? Damn. Six hours, 43.52. That was almost I what I put before. Because almost spot on. Yeah. Before I edited it, I had, I just ran it. I put six hours, 47.52. Yeah, you were three, you were four minutes off. Damn. Well, I feel special mm. now. <laughs> nice. <laughs> I, I feel a little bit nervous because uh, I am right at the back of the scoreboard as it stands. Yeah. Alex sitting pretty on 12 points, Paula on nine, and I am on seven now, I believe. Next week is the, the deciding Next week's moment. Paula, right? Yeah. yeah. So it, yeah. a clean sweep would allow me to pull this back. True. Yeah. It's not impossible. No, you could tie with it's me and then we'd improbable. have to do another round, I think. I, it depends if we're like finishing on this set of run-throughs. Are we doing a third? Well, we've been yeah, doing cause, yeah, because we've been doing two every time. Because then that would give us time for it would be October to start. If I win, I'd be pretty happy. Put it back, God damn it! Yeah, I, if oh, I no, win, I'd be pretty happy. Just you go. I'll, I'll give you three Resident Evil options. <laughs> I'm kidding. Oh, <laughs> I wouldn't do that. I would choose lots. I would. I would give lots. Anyway, it's not decided yet, though. Rick can still fucking. <laughs> I have been blown out by... Oh, that's terrible phrasing. Rick yeah, has won. Yeah. <laughs> Rick, has, <laughs> Rick has, like, defeated me 5 nothing before, so it's not impossible, I'll tell you that much. Uh, so, anyway, I don't want to... I'm. Let's put it this way. 
I am not fucking counting my chickens until they hatch, all right? <laughs> no. Or to be 30 sentinels, I guess, rim. Yeah. Um, oh, like to guess the times? Although I I might be able to hold my own on that one. Um, I feel like we I spent a lot of time staring at the how long to be page for that while I was playing. <laughs> <laughs> how many more hours is this game? <laughs> yes. Yes, kidding. That was because it was a heat wave, guys. We all know that my opinion on 13 Sentinels can't be trusted because I was burning alive, all right? <laughs> all right. Um, anyway, thanks for tuning in, everybody. Uh, that's it for this week. We'll see you all again next week.